Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. If you impeach him, civil war is on, buddy. Everything that guy just says, bullshit. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this, you can't fucking call for unity, the week after you try to overturn the results of a free and fair election episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. Yeah, title's kind of long. <laughs> but correct. Sure, except they did. <laughs> my name is Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host, most of you know him as the man behind the fur hat and face paint, Kubaka himself, <laughs> Judson. <laughs> Hello, Judson. Yeah, I can't pull that off, man. No, you don't have the pecs for it. <laughs> do not. I do not. That is true. Or the crazy. Or the bloodlust. Was he bloodthirsty? I guess he did have a spear, didn't he? He had a spear. He wrote that note, uh, we're coming for you. Oh, right, right. And I don't know if you saw the footage from inside the Capitol that uh, I think came out today, Sunday, but it was intense and there was a lot of it of him. I have not he, seen it yet, so I need to look yeah, at it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty disturbing. But Trump was impeached, just as we were positive he would be. It, it, indeed he was. But do you think he's going to be convicted? No. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, he should be. Just as he should have been the first time, but does impeaching him and then acquitting him a second time does that play into the narrative that it's a witch hunt and he was acquitted twice and he was so therefore he was wrongfully impeached? I mean, it'll play into a lot of narratives. I think I, that certainly could be one of them. I think it'll also play into from from our point of view. It's going to just show how utterly craven and awful the the current GOP is. It's not just Trump that's the problem. It's all of these enablers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to talk a lot about those enablers in the show today. Right. We have a dear segment returning for uh, <laughs> for the feature of the show. But let's start by looking at some of those Republicans that, that are calling now suddenly for unity during the impeachment. <laughs> yeah, fuck uh, all of them. <laughs> Every last one. Well, we'll have a listen. And this is fuck them all. This is all stars. This is like Madison Cawthorn. Nazi. Den Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Have a listen. A vote to impeach will further fan the flames of partisan division. We should be focused on bringing the nation together. Instead, Democrats are going to impeach the president for a second time. Today is a moment for members of Congress to put aside partisan politicking and place people over power. I'm increasingly concerned the Democrats are drafting articles of impeachment to further divide America. All of us must resist the temptation of further polarization. Let's link arms with one another and begin to heal. I urge that we all vote to finally put America first. Unity is not an option. It's a necessity. Fuck them all. <laughs> yeah. I think I heard Jim Jordan you, in there. You definitely heard Jim fucking Jordan. <laughs> he was he was clapping and saying good job whenever any of them stood up and gave a particularly like incendiary, in, inflammatory, disgusting speech. Like I, 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 I think you mean unity, Tino. You mean you meant <laughs> unity. <laughs> this is the same people, more or less, the week before. Americans instinctively know there was something wrong with this election. President Trump won this election, so everyone who's listening, do not be quiet. 
Do not be do not be silent about this. The ruling would be that you got to go to the streets and be as violent as Antifa and BLM. Republicans will not back down. We will not wait to four years from now to to change this. We are going to fight this now. Get on the phone, call your congressman, and feel free. You can lightly threaten them. This is our 1776 moment. And I've got a message that I need you to take to your heart and take back home and along the way stop at the capitol if you don't start supporting election integrity i'm coming after you madison Cawthorn's coming after you everybody's coming after you the swamp isn't truly drained until we've nailed the hides of the alligators to the wall today is the day american patriots start taking down names and kicking ass feeling unified yet Thank you, Andy. I, I was going to say that, AC, but thank you. <laughs> they weren't all the same people, but there was a lot of crossover. The unity thing is a cover to prevent accountability. That's all it is. Absolutely. There can Absolutely. be no unity and healing without actual accountability. It seems to me that the most disunifying thing that you could possibly do is to attempt to overthrow the government of the country. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're not just going to forget about that because you say unity a half a dozen times. And you had Lindsey Graham today. Yeah. Basically saying, you know, Joe Biden's going to have the most radical agenda of the first hundred days. How is that unifying? It's not. It's it's unity for, for Democrats. It's not unity for the GOP and never has been. No, they're not. They're not remotely interested in unity. They're interested in expanding and preserving their power. Yep. That's it. The end. I did like how Madison Cawthorn is going to come after you. And I, I couldn't help but think to myself, like, I mean, okay, but <laughs> the, the guy's in a wheelchair. I think I can outrun him. I let him catch me. <laughs> the Nazi? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't let the Nazi catch me. Well, he's, a very, he's a very handsome Nazi in a wheelchair. Sure. He, he's attractive. On the outside. On it's the outside, very, yeah. It's a Dorian Gray <laughs> thing, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned last week that we would try to name names of the domestic terrorists, treasonous traitors that attacked the Capitol anytime new ones came up. That, right. Yep. So here's a few more. CNN has learned that authorities have arrested the man seen in this picture here carrying a Confederate flag through the halls of the Capitol during last week's riot. He has been identified as Kevin Seafried of Delaware. And in the meantime, police have also arrested a man accused of striking a U.S. Capitol police officer with a fire extinguisher during the January 6th riots. The criminal complaint identifies the man in this video as Robert Sanford, and he is a retired Chester, Pennsylvania firefighter. In this Sanford is seen wearing a dark plaid shirt and a backpack, and he picks up what appears to be a fire extinguisher off the ground. Then moments later, he throws it at a group of police officers who are nearby. It hits one of the officers square in the back of their helmet with such force that it actually bounces off the helmet and over other officers standing near him. Yeah, fire extinguishers don't usually bounce. No, not so much. <laughs> so dis despicable terrorists, and, and this one's worse. Federal prosecutors charging Peter Francis Dager, saying that he is the man seen in that video beating a police officer with the American flag. Roughly 30 minutes later, according to the timestamp on the videos, prosecutors say he tells the Telegraph this. Everybody in there is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. That entire building is filled with treasonous traits. Yes, sir. Death is the only remedy for what's in that building. And this is what we're up against. Yep. And this is why I am very, I'm terrified, frankly, about what may happen in, in the next few days. Yep. And this is 
what the lies since November have been perpetuating. These people who believe crazy shit have been emboldened and encouraged to come out here. Uh, Axios has a piece out today uh, that is talking about basically behind the scenes, Trump knew he lost. Absolutely knew he led Sidney Powell and his other crazy people on his staff, on his team. He used them to engender this manic support for this election fraud story that he was pushing as a way to preserve his image. Yeah, I feel like he kind of knew exactly what he was doing. Like, look, he's not the smartest guy, but he's not. They clearly wanted to. They wanted those people to attack the Capitol. That seemed to be part of their plan. When you listen back to the things that they, that they were saying, we played some of those clips last week. We don't need to play them again. Right. I feel like he's even more complicit than I originally thought. It wasn't just an ax- a happy accident. Oh, no, it definitely was not. He wanted this. And, you know, a friend of ours last week was, I guess he was having a disagreement with a, uh, someone that he knew about, you know, how how is it possible that Trump could, on one hand, incite the crowd at his rally to attack and also have it be pre-planned but those two things are not mutually exclusive no definitely not i I mean there were certainly people there that no matter what trump had said was going we're going to attack the capitol people were there to hear the speech where he further incited them because he incited them in the first place to come to dc on the 6th exactly so i suspect there were also people most likely in that crowd who had not necessarily come planning to attack the capitol who were incited to go along with those who that had Yep. Now you have people who think that the election was stolen. They absolutely believe the election was stolen. And if they really believe that deep down to their core, then, yeah, they're going to fight. Some of them are going to do some really awful things. To the death. In service of a lie. They think, yeah, they think the country's been stolen from them. And, and there are still hundreds of Republicans who won't back off that. If Trump really wanted unity, if they really wanted unity and peace, they would say, they would all say, Trump included, this was a free and fair election and Trump lost. And he could save faces if he wanted and say he got bad information, whatever. He doesn't have to say that he lied, even though he totally lied. Totally lied. Absolutely lied. But he... He could weasel out of it for the good of the country. And he won't. He won't. Because it's not. Absolutely will not. Because it, it doesn't serve his purposes. This country is going to burn. I mean, we are. We are. Civil war is almost inevitable, I think, at this point. Yeah. I, I, I hope you're wrong there, but I don't. I don't know that you are. So. I don't think I am. Yeah. So there's one last name we're going to name. We didn't remember his name last week, and he has more names <laughs> than the one that's in the show notes. But we're going to go with one in the show notes. Uh, Jake and Jelly. That is the, the person I accuse you of being at the top of the show. Yeah. The, 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 the Q shaman. The quote unquote Q shaman. Uh, he is a bucket of crazy. He's the guy with the painted face and the animal fur hat and cowl, I guess. Right. Well, he is... Last week, I I opined that he was trying to decide between being a radical terrorist and a furry and (laughs) And tried something in between. But I I feel I feel like I should have also added like drunk college football fan because the the face paint. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really fit the rest of the outfit, to be honest. Uh, It's kind of random i mean no one said they were like fashion geniuses here i mean it's the, I, literally I, someone found the pants that he's wearing like on like as like a halloween costume for like a bad native american halloween costume wow you can buy him yourself for like 30 bucks well he's in jail he is and he was uh he was on a hunger strike his mom was very worried <laughs> was she yeah is his mama crazy too like i don't know I don't know how crazy she is, but she was very concerned because he only eats organic food, as we covered last week, and right. they they wouldn't give it to him. So, like you said, he was on a hunger strike because he has to have his organic food. 
Oh my god. He's and I he's he's one of those he, he's like an embodiment almost of my sister in a way where I'm sure he's been a conspiracy theorist. He may have been a left-wing person before. I honestly don't know. But I know there's some of these Q people who were at that insurrection that had voted for Obama before and but they were it's it's that, was be- that was before they found out that he was a gay Martian who can teleport. Right. It's, but they were also conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers and whatnot. And so when COVID came and suddenly vaccination became an issue of the right right yeah that's when they kind of moved in that direction and then there were all these wonderful conspiracy theories to whet their appetites the people on the fringe have a lot more in common than you might think yes on the on either sides of the fringe yes and and, and some of and a lot of them moved over to the far right because of vaccines and conspiracy theories because the party the 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 gop is now the party of conspiracy theories oh oh for sure now they have a new home and he he's kind of one of the figureheads i honestly had never heard of him until this capital right no nor had i i had not looked at q closely enough for that the q movement well you put some of his nicknames in here. yeah which you used one cubaca i spoiled one because i liked it so much cubaca was good and then someone else called him dances with karens which <laughs> I, I thought was amusing he <laughs> he has mental health issues clearly I- I mean, it's been reported. I don't. I don't see how that's you know doesn't forgive him. No, exactly. It doesn't make him not culpable for his no. actions. Uh, plenty of people have mental health issues out there and do not invade the Capitol or threaten people's lives. No, he so. should get help. He absolutely should get help. <laughs> he should be institutionalized. <laughs> he has asked for a pardon, and many of them have. Many of the attackers have asked for pardon. Yeah, I was actually kind of hoping there were slow play in the charges to get us past this wave of pardons. Trump's supposed to to sign in excess of 100 pardons on Tuesday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so, we'll have plenty to talk about next week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he is going to pardon some of these people? I don't know. I I think the calculating part of me says it. They don't offer. They don't give him anything. Pardoning them doesn't help him, and right. perhaps opens him up to uh, charges after he leaves office. Right. But he knows that it'd be popular with his with the base to do so. So I, I don't know. I guess we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Like, how does betraying them? How does that keep them on his side? But how much does he need them on his side? I guess that's the that's the calculation. I can't make he loves having them clap and cheer for him wherever he goes uh whenever he has rallies uh so it seems to me that that he might pardon them because that he wants that that goodwill going forward from right. that group but like i said the calculating part of me says that doesn't track with that doesn't it doesn't give him anything tangible it's true i, I i'm not sure i i don't know like i mean there wasn't there a blanket pardon for uh, the Vietnam draft dodgers, they didn't have to name anyone. Uh, that could be. I, I'm sure he could issue a blanket pardon. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure what he's going to do. But back to Jake and Jelly to sort of finish finish off. <laughs> you should, you should phrasing. I should phrasing. Say, we're going <laughs> to finish off Jake and Jelly because uh, <laughs> Jake and Jelly finished himself off. So I gave you homework over the over the week. <laughs> <You> uh, <did. laughs> <laughs> and I, I did that homework and I did extra credit. Oh, good. The extra credit's not part of the show, but I did enjoy it. <laughs> uh, a An OnlyFans model, Ilix1, I don't know if that's the model or if that's just the person sharing it, tweeted, it's a picture of someone that looks a lot like Jake Angeli. Right. But but isn't him dressed, you know, with the face paint and the, the cowl and the shirtlessness and the tats. And 
and the uh, the 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 caption is or the the text is who wants to see an insurrectionist take a fat dick i'll be on at 11:45ish tonight <laughs> so, yep Ilix dressed up as Jake Angeli, Q Sham, and Kubaka, and I did watch the video. Apparently, dances with Kevin's, I guess, would be more appropriate there. <laughs> dances with dildos would be appropriate <laughs> because that is the dance that he was performing in the video. Right. Um, it, I was going to get audio, but there's no reason. It's just a guy, sure, bouncing up and down on a dildo, semi-hard, dressed like Jake Angeli. I mean, if that's your thing. Apparently, a lot of gay people got pissed off about it. They thought he was celebrating a uh, I'd a, see a domestic terrorist. I could absolutely see how you might think that, but I think what they'd look at is how Jake Angeli would view that, and or how Trump would view that. Right. And there's probably nothing that they would find more horrifying than that image to them. Well, if it hadn't been a dildo, and say like it had been Lindsey Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are ways you can make it worse. Let's, okay. that's, that's just true. You're not, you're not wrong. But, but that to me is, it's not. It's a bit like casting Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. It was a great casting choice, right? And it definitely really upset those guys. Yeah, they're probably not going to hear about it though. I mean, they also did a, a porn, porn satire of Donald Trump having sex with Melania, and they were both guys at a frat party. No, it was no, it was Ivanka, not Melania. Sorry. Oh, Ivanka. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that didn't uh, that that didn't make national news. I don't know why. <laughs> I, seems like a very important story. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can check that out uh, <laughs> at Ilux One I L L U X X if you'd like to see the uh, the video of it. It's a uh, it's not all that exciting. I think he could have done better. Yeah. Okay. I I'll, all I saw was the tweet, so I was hoping you'd have something more interesting. There to was view, it wasn't but... all that interesting. Yes, yeah, so that's too bad. Yeah. So I think he's just sort of like doing a quick, it's almost like a cash grab then sort of playing off the pop, not the popularity, but off the notoriety of the character. Well, I'm sure he got a lot more clicks dressed as that guy. Absolutely. But it's a shame that he didn't do more with it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there are sequels in the works. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, Tino, you, you have your assignment then. <laughs> I'm going to stay on top of this story. <laughs> Uh, Jake and Jelly uh, lookalike was more of a bottom. We <laughs> we we will be right back with a the, the surprise return of one of our most beloved features from our old podcast. That's the wrong word, beloved. Really, <laughs> we'll be right back. The Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. He's yeah, bankrupt now. looks greedy, but I think there's a lot of altruistic properties to it. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. A lot of people who go into prison, go into prison straight, and when they come out, they're gay. I'm not giving up on them, but I'm just saying either convert them or kill them, one or the other. So long as I'm your king, treason shall never go unpunished. I wish one of you guys had children so I could kick them in the fucking head or stomp on their testicles so you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have. I want you off the fucking set, you prick! We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes. Duh. 
winning. Who has the biggest asshole? <laughs> that was the original intro for that segment. Those are some big assholes. Those are some pretty mega assholes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is one of our favorite segments from our old show. In this segment, each of us faces off asshole to asshole. That's not facing. That's not so facing. That's not facing. That's not facing off. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we we put our assholes up against each other to see <laughs> to see whose shitty asshole reeks the most. This week, we have the 117th Congress QAnon Caucus edition of Who Has the Biggest Asshole. Oh, very exciting. And I wanted to randomly assign each other our assholes, but Judson was insistent that he get to represent his bae, his girl, <laughs> Lauren Boebert. <laughs> yeah, that's how that went down. <laughs> <laughs> Tina actually said, pick a letter. <laughs> that's true. G or C. G or C, yeah. I got I got C, which is for- Colorado. Colorado, where Lo- Lauren Boebert is from. She is a freshman congresswoman from the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. I want to say their third district, but that's just from memory. That is correct. So, nope, that okay. is correct. Okay, hey, all right. So she has an interesting background. Does she? She does. She was the owner of the aptly named Shooter's Grill <laughs> in, <laughs> in, wait for it, Rifle, Colorado. Of course. Yeah. So is shooters like Hooters, except they carry guns? That's an excellent question. I don't think so. Okay. But maybe. So it's not a restaurant. I don't think that it's a restaurant. No, I don't. I do not believe that it is a Hooters esque. I think it's just a, a bar and grill called Shooters. But they they open carry there. Um, it's Colorado. I'm sure they. I'm sure she open carries there. They might all actually. I don't. I think that's kind of the gimmick. You think, you think everyone there? They're all open carry. I think it's the gimmick. You're. you're yeah. Your server is carrying a weapon. That's my understanding, but I don't know for sure. That is a place I would not eat. Okay. Why would anyone eat there? Why would you eat a place where a bunch of people have loaded weapons? That's that's a terrible idea. Right. 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 <laughs> uh, well, she gained notoriety not for owning a restaurant where they carry loaded guns around. An accident went into happen and having an, a, probably an insanely high insurance rate. But she gained notoriety for defying pandemic restrictions and keeping her restaurant open until the sheriff obtained a cease and desist order. Oh, my God. I guess we heard about her back, you know, in March, April. Was that when that was going down? Something like that. So I, I vaguely recall the shooter's story being I didn't I didn't catch her name at the time because she was not on my radar then. But obviously now she is. She loves guns like a lot. Really? More more than Lindsey Graham likes male prostitutes. No, that's Alle- not possible. Allegedly. I'm sorry. I have to come in right now. <laughs> I know how much I love male prostitutes, and I don't think she loves her guns that much. <laughs> you really want to admit that on air, Lindsay? Mm, bye now. Anyway, she primaried Scott Tipton, uh, the former congressman for that district, because mm-hmm. he worked with Democrats. What? <coughs> Unity. <coughs> Unity. <laughs> oh, they're so full of shit. They are. They are absolutely full of shit. A quote from her. I'm running for Congress to stand up for our conservative values, address our current representatives' failed promises, and put far-left Democrats back in their place. Hmm. It's a little threatening. Yeah, I'm curious what that place is, what she thinks, uh, where, where, where those people belong. I'm guessing she thinks heaven. Or hell. <laughs> <laughs> the closet, maybe, in some cases. <laughs> uh, 
small unmarked grave in the back of backyard. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, so obviously this is the QAnon caucus. So she is QAnon friendly. She's QAnon friendly. She's trying to distance herself from it. Yeah, uh, but unlike my asshole, <laughs> we'll get to yours in a minute. But there's an ABC News report that divulged that her former campaign manager, Sharona Bishop, had praised the far right neo-fascist group, the Proud Boys, in a Facebook video last year. Hmm, great. And it showcased a quote from Bobert during a May appearance on what's described as a QAnon friendly podcast. OK, what did she say? Bobert said this, quote, everything that I've heard of Q, I hope that this is real because it only means that America is getting stronger and better and people are returning to conservative values, end quote. Okay. I guess she's heard things about Q or from Q that I haven't heard because that is not the impression that I was left with. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I caught wind that their latest theory is that- Well, they're pushing it back to like March or April. Oh, is it April now? It's like March or April. He's going to he's gonna suddenly like pop up and declare martial law two months after he's left office. Oh <laughs> like he's been secretly running the country the whole time and all this other stuff was just a sham. Oh my God. All the arrests, all the usual stuff of he was going to get arrested and executed and all that, you know, bullshit stuff. It's so similar to the prophecies of like end times, right? Yeah. Well, they just, they just move the date. He has baked a lot of pre-existing conspiracy theories into their web of conspiracies. It's, it's right, not a right. lot of original content in there. Yeah. Well, one thing I saw, I saw a tweet from her, I think last week. It's an older tweet. No, it's actually not that old. It's from January 10th. Not to help you with your asshole. <laughs> you, you know what tweet I'm talking about? I do. I have it right here. What did it say? In the past five days, the left has shown us what vile hypocrites they truly are. They are driven by hate, projection, and endless conspiracy theories. What? <laughs> What have I told you, Tino? You say... I know some six-year-old girls who are just begging for it. <laughs> oh, 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 did you mean the other thing? Uh, every accusation is a confession. Is, it, is it an admission or a confession? Yeah, every, every, every time. Every time. She even accuses us of projection. The very thing she's currently doing. <laughs> it's tweetception. <laughs> it is. It's tweetception. Oh. Endless conspiracy theories. Endless. They're, they're, just, they're absolutely endless. Do we have any conspiracy theories? I mean, we, we we gave all the rest of them to the right now because they've taken the va- the anti vaxxers. They took the anti vaxxers. Yeah, I think that was our last one. To be fair, there are people who believe some of the like there are sixty seven sealed indictments against Trump that they're just waiting till he's out of office to unseal and charge him with. And as nice and comforting as that sort of story sounds, it's very unlikely to be true. Okay, so that we we have our own things that we tell ourselves. That we'd like to believe, and there are people that believe them, but not to this level, no. All right, Judson, don't be holding out on us. What else you got in that big brunette asshole of yours? <laughs> she voted to reject the results of a free and fair election. Well, I kind of assumed that. <laughs> Along with the hundred and whatever members of her. Over uh, half of the Republicans in the Congress. Yeah. The Republican delegation, yeah. It, it's hardly even worth mentioning, but I, it, at the same time, it needs to be brought up at every every time we can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Particularly when they're calling for unity. It, particularly then. Um, and following the, the riot at the Capitol, her communications director, who had been on the job for basically a Scaramucci, resigned. <laughs> we have her impeachment, part of her impeachment speech, by the way. Oh, do we? Yeah. Let, let's hear that. Where's the accountability for the left? after encouraging and normalizing violence. Rather than actually helping American people in this time, we start impeachments that further divide our country. I call bullcrap 
when I hear the Democrats demanding unity. Sadly, they are only unified in hate. Oh no, she called bullcrap. What are we going to do? There's no coming back from that, Tino. Bullcrap has been invoked. Oh no. We should surrender. Fuck her. Seriously, like, you know, say bullshit. Come on. Own it. Have a backbone. You're so tough carrying your gun. She's the one. She's one of the ones that objected to the metal detectors, right? Yes, she uh, refused to be searched. I believe refused to have her bag searched. Like she, she would not let her purse or whatever be searched. Probably because she has a gun in it. She wants to carry a gun on the house floor. Yep, it's a terrible idea. Absolutely awful. I mean, I heard a congressman this week. He's a little old and maybe out of it, but uh, he was saying that he was concerned for his life. Like that maybe some of these. Like she's fringy. She's not a politician. Right. She's a little scary and you've gotten and the next one that we're going to talk about is also a little scary you have guns for these people and they think the election was stolen and they hate the left so much what's to stop these lunatics from actually shooting another congressperson or two or three or more on the floor of the house oh, i absolutely agree and, the, and that goes along with the story that the ap just broke about I don't know, less than an hour ago, that U.S. defense officials say they're worried about an insider attack or other threat from service members involved in securing the inauguration. Ugh, God, why are they having it in public? So the FBI is going to vet all 25,000 National Guard troops coming into Washington for the event. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they found that guy who was pretending to be a security person. They arrested a second guy today. With an arsenal. They, they arrested a woman who was pretending that she was a... In the cabinet? Inauguration. <laughs> 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 These people, they, I mean, they're playing with a full deck. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty familiar with my asshole. I, I've heard. <laughs> I spent a lot of time getting to know my asshole today. And I don't think you have a chance against me. Well, okay. That was the shot you just got. This right. part here is the chaser. Okay. During the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Okay. Wherein the attackers wanted to capture and execute Pelosi, among others. Mm-hmm. Lauren Boebert live tweeted Nancy Pelosi's movements within the Capitol. Oh, my God. <laughs> right she did and that is part of why her comms director resigned apparently that plus the you know all the other shit it really makes you wonder though like is she in on it and like i know she's been accused of giving tours i don't think that she's necessarily that that's been um verified Did the tours the day before to far right people so they know the layout right I, it's a little murky still there all information right now that we have says that she didn't necessarily do that so that's not news yeah but i know you weren't supposed to tweet at all like th- they were given instructions right by capitol police not to use social media during the attack yeah so she she violated that and she's tweeting nancy pelosi's movements that yeah, is she, she tweeted when they removed the speaker from the chamber Oh, like, shit. okay, that's not something anyone needs to know if they're She also not... tweeted when they were all still in there. She oh, no, yeah, where... she tweeted they're in there, and then they tweeted when they removed the speaker from the from the chamber. Like, it's hard to read that as anything other than you're telling the attackers where their target is. Oh, wow. All right, maybe you have a chance after all. <laughs> uh, you saved the best for last. Yeah, yeah. Well, Judson... Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Please tell us about your asshole. I, I noticed that you took the bleached asshole. I did so take the bleached you, asshole. Please, please, uh, let's see it. It's it's more aesthetically pleasing that way. <laughs> I've I've heard that. My asshole Judson is someone who almost makes Matt Gates look sane, though she is not a bachelor who has a live-in teenage houseboy. I don't know. If that's insane. It's definitely creepy. <laughs> 
That's just not something that's true about her. That <laughs> might be true about Matt Gates. It is definitely true about Matt Gates. She is a business owner. I think she had uh, she worked uh, in construction. She's a prolific online vodcaster, but no one cares about that. Correct. Let's make like Lindsey Graham's tongue and plunge right into my asshole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop letting you write these. <laughs> What's that? I'm going to have to stop letting you write these. <laughs> I thought you wrote that one. <laughs> My asshole is Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm sure you guessed it. Oh. And I'm for, for the most part, I'm going to let her do all of her talking for herself. That is probably a wise plan on your part. Okay. Here is Marjorie Taylor Greene on QAnon. By the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a she is far more like deeply into Q than Lauren Boebert. She's straight up a Q person. She is. Q is a patriot. According to him, many in our government are actively worshiping Satan or they call Moloch. I mean, is it going to be true that the child pedophilia in the elites in the Washington, D.C., is that what we're really going to see come out? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> that's that's not what's going to happen. So she she clearly is all in on Q. Yeah. And he's a patriot. He's, he's a patriot because he said so. Uh, it's going to get it's going to get a lot worse from here on out. <laughs> I, I, I see the titles that you've got here. So, yeah, I'm. I'm What's the next title, Judson? Uh, I believe the next title is Green on Blacks and Hispanics. That's right. <laughs> the generations of black and Hispanic men. Do you want to know what holds them down? Gangs. Being in gangs and dealing drugs is what holds them down. The lack of education is what hold, holds them down. So because blacks and Hispanics are all in gangs and have no education, that's what holds them down. It's weird. I think racist stereotypes hold them down, actually. <laughs> you mean like the ones she was just espousing? Like the ones she was just talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, she, she dives a little deeper into blacks. <laughs> Oh, God, my phrasing is off this show. You'd be offended to hear you say that. <laughs> I got to tell you, anybody's unemployment has to do with bad choices and personal responsibility. And again, that does not have a skin color. I know a ton of white people that are as lazy and sorry and, careful, and careful. probably <laughs> worse than black people I know. <laughs> she did it. She did it. She did it. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Marjorie. <laughs> and, and you can tell, like, in her brain, she's like, I don't want to say that they're as lazy as black people. But but that's what I have to say, because that's the that's the analogy I'm drawing here. <laughs> Speaking of bad choices, she has... Wait, uh, someone's unemployment can be due to yes. bad uh, personal responsibility or uh, per, uh, bad choices, but they aren't necessarily the person's bad choices. Right. Exactly. If your CEO makes a shitty business deal and your company goes under, that's not your fucking fault. Right. Your boss uh, insists on you coming to work uh, at Shooter's Grill during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And you catch COVID <laughs> despite doing everything you can personally. That's your boss's <laughs> shitty decision, not yours. Fuck you. Not to give props to your asshole. <laughs> Leave your asshole out of this. Yeah, I brought your asshole into it. You, you did. So speaking of bad choices, she took a photo with a white supremacist. She floated a conspiracy theory that the Las Vegas shooting massacre was a plot to abolish the Second Amendment. <laughs> and she called one of the student activists from Parkland High School, Little Hitler. <laughs> what? what? A kid, yeah. Which there, one? I don't know. <sighs> uh, there are a lot of bad choices that Marjorie Taylor Greene has made. You've heard some of them, like 
recording herself saying these things and then putting them on the internet. That's also a bad choice. That's a bad choice that we share, I feel like. Though, and she got know? a job for it. She got a job for it. So is that the goal? <laughs> I guess. Uh, here she is on Confederate statues. So one day she'll be a Confederate statue. So I do, I do agree those statues shouldn't be taken down. They're part of our history. We should learn from our history. We don't erase it. But that doesn't make me a racist because I, because I say leave the statue up there. If I were black people today and I walked by one of those statues, I would be so proud. Oh, God. That makes you a racist. <laughs> um, also, the things you said about black and Hispanic people earlier <laughs> makes you a racist. Pretty, um, pretty much. <laughs> well, she, she knows a lot about Muslims, too. <laughs> I bet she does. Apparently, Judson, there is a Muslim invasion, per Marjorie Taylor Greene, into our government. There is an Islamic invasion into our government offices right now, okay? They are, you, you saw after midterm elections, what, we saw so many Muslims elected. I don't know, I don't know the exact number, but there were quite a few. There were two. Well, we had that woman yeah. out of Minnesota. Now she's going into Congress and she's got to wear a head covering. You know, they want to put their hand on the Koran and be sworn in. No. You have to be sworn in on the Bible. Bullshit. But we have an Islamic invasion into our government offices. Okay. You can be sworn in on the Constitution or anything you want to be sworn in on. Yes. That's because we have freedom of religion in this country, despite your Christian Sharia attempts. Absolutely. I really thought that she was going to say that uh, all of the people attacking the Capitol were, were Muslims invading the Capitol when, when you started off that clip. No, this is a little older. <laughs> this, 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 was, a while, this is a while ago, apparently, yeah. The 2018 midterms. Yeah, yeah. Well, Green knows a lot about Muslims, and I thought I would share all of her erudite teachings on Muslims. <laughs> oh, yes. Please enlighten us. They brutalize women. They they throw gay people off of buildings. They It is not a place for justice. No. This is a place where the men over there, they can have sex with anybody they want. They have sex with little boys, little girls, multiple women. They marry as many women as they want. They marry their sisters, their cousins. I'm sorry. That is not dignity. That is not justice. That is not compassion. That's not love for humanity. That is not accurate. <laughs> None of that is accurate. There are certainly marriage customs throughout the world that you would find relatively shocking. Yes. But that is not exclusive to the Muslim world, or are they particularly bad offenders compared to other places? There are plenty of Christians that have sex with children, yep. that have sex with goats, that have multiple wives. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Everything she listed is not exclusive to Muslims whatsoever. But she does. I mean, she's a very. She has a very clean, logical mind. So she she sums. Wait, up, what? <laughs> the fuck are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> she sums up her thoughts on Muslims this way. Now, yes, we have. I'll say this: we have freedom of religion in this country that protects anyone to have you know have any kind of a religion that they want, and that's that's great. That's one of our freedoms, right? Where's the butt? I want to hear the butt. It's who has the biggest asshole, Judson? The butt is just a delivery system. <laughs> it was always there. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Anyone that is a Muslim that believes in Sharia law does not belong in our government. They don't. Muslims are not being held back in any way. Wait, That's our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, guarantees everyone equality and justice. But what you people want is special treatment. You want to rise above us, and that's what we're against. Okay, she just said that Muslims should not be allowed to serve on the government. Right. And then she said Muslims are not being held back. Right, yes. That totally makes sense with her logical, keen logical mind. <laughs> All right. 
I don't know that we need more, but I'm going to pile on. But if, if, feel free. My poor asshole. I just... <laughs> <laughs> she can't take much more. <sighs> well, much like the Q Shaman lookalike porn star's asshole, <laughs> it's getting more. You're not going to believe this, Judson, but Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually for impeachment. I... I would like to announce on behalf of the American people, we have to make sure that our leaders are held accountable. We cannot have a president of the United States that is willing to abuse the power of the office of the presidency um, and be easily bought off by foreign governments, uh, foreign <laughs> Chinese or Chinese energy companies, Ukrainian <laughs> energy companies. So on January 21st, I will be filing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah. Well, you were uh, on to me there. She's for impeachment of Joe that Biden. Tracks. It, it really started out really. I mean, if you if you didn't know it was coming, it started out like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. then just takes a real hard <laughs> left turn. Hard right turn. Hard right actually. turn. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's a real hard right turn. Yeah. Uh, I believe just last week she still thought that Trump was going to be or insisted that Trump was going to be president and it would be inaugurated on the 20th. So you're saying this is the concession speech. Here. I guess she's. Conceding <laughs> well, I I want to close out because this is running a little long. I, I do agree with Marjorie Taylor Greene on something. Do tell. I don't even know why we put the idiots on the news. Why do we even give them a microphone or a camera? Because they're the idiots of our nation. This has been a crazy <laughs> <laughs> well that is my asshole judson it's mgt versus the bobert yep and uh we will reveal the winner right after this break hey fnfers judson here tino and i are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience if you have questions ideas complaints or just need a friend you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you. All right, Judson, we need to announce the winner of who has the biggest asshole. Okay. Who do you think of our two assholes, Judson? Is bigger. Uh, as much as I want my asshole to be the biggest, I, th I think you won this round. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. You go with the bleached. You like the bleached look. I, I hear it's aesthetically pleasing. It is. It is. <laughs> I agree with you. I think I think I pulled it out. <laughs> yes, I agree. Marjorie Taylor Greene, you are the biggest asshole this week. Congratulations. Potential to extend her streak, though, I think. Oh, they both have potential. Like, <laughs> Bobert could come back next week. Oh, that'd be fun. Revisit this in a couple of months. And yeah, see. Let's, let's after Bobert shot someone on the house floor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, then you might win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we are still getting our new show off the ground, Judson, and we could really use our listeners' help in doing so. We absolutely so, could. We really could. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. And if you could, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. But most importantly, just, just tell your friends about us. Uh, suggest they subscribe and download as well. And that would be fantastic. The more people you tell, the better. You can retweet our episode announcements on Twitter at Facts and Friends. Facts, the letter N in Friends. Uh, and you can also follow us at Facts and Friends on Facebook, uh, where we also will share our episode posts. It'd be great if you could share those as well. All of those things would really help 
help us grow our audience and keep us on the air. So thank you very much in advance. You can find me on Twitter rarely at Uncle Tortilla. <laughs> and where can they find you, Judson? Uh, you can find me at The Fault and My Arse. Fault, the letter N, my arse. Absolutely. And before we get to our little closed topic here, as I told Judson when we were talking about doing this show, there is a terrifyingly real possibility that we will need to record a show on Wednesday night. Yeah, let's hope not. But We possibly. really hope not. We hope we'll just keep the shows on the regular cadence, talk about the pardons, talk about the inauguration and the next show, among other whatever else happens. But we're really worried that something really bad is going to happen because they're insisting on having the inauguration publicly. And Terrible, terrible idea. I've heard a few people say it, including Katie Kirk. If you don't, it's an important symbol. The bad guys win. Like, bullshit. You know when the bad guys win? If they blow up the inauguration. Yeah. If people die because you had it publicly. That's when they win. Have it privately. Look, it's COVID anyway. You could use that as cover. Exactly. That's a, a, there's no reason to have this publicly. Just be like, you know what? It's not worth the risks of infection. You can leave, it, leave aside the risks of homegrown terrorism and just do it privately. Please stream it. We'll, we'll watch it on. We'll watch it on on Zoom. Come on. Well, our close topic, Judson, is R- Rudolph Giuliani. Yes. We know him for many things, but most recently we know him for this. Oh, well, I guess most recently we know him for not getting paid by Donald Trump, but I think we (laughs) we assumed that from the start. (laughs) If we're wrong, we will be made fools of. But if we're right, a lot of them will go to jail. So let's have trial by combat. It was surprisingly self-aware of Giuliani to start that bit off with, if we're wrong, we'll be made fools of. And that's what happened. Yes. So why uh, why did I decide to play that again, Judson? I think you know. Is it because of the trial by combat quote? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Giuliani uh, took a little bit of flack for the trial by combat line. Did he? And he, he tried to defend himself. He said, quote, I was referencing the kind of trial that took place for Tyrion in that very famous documentary about fictitious medieval England. (laughs) (laughs) When when Tyrion, who is a very small man, is accused of murder, he didn't commit murder. He can't defend himself and he hires a champion to defend him. (laughs) But that very famous documentary about fictitious medieval England. Oh my God. There's so much wrong in those like there is. eight so- words. <laughs> there's, there's a lot more wrong with it. That's, that's the most wrong part. <laughs> a documentary about fictitious medieval England. Okay. It's not how documentaries work. No, that isn't. It didn't take place in England. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it was certainly fictitious. It's not a documentary. It's no. it's a... But who is Tyrion in this? Is that Trump? The, the very small man? Is that Trump? I guess so. He's very yeah, very small. Yeah. And he is accused of murder, but isn't Trump the one accusing Democrats of... Uh, it's hard to keep up. I made this. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. <laughs> <laughs> the fart heard round fictitious medieval England, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week, hopefully not sooner, hopefully on our regular schedule because nothing completely terrible happened and the, the nation isn't burning. Until then, it's a perfectly normal Wednesday. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all very much for listening again. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Take care. Take care, everyone. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
Nancy Pelosi. She's a hypocrite. She's an anti-American. And we're going to kick that bitch out of Congress. I don't even know why we put the idiots on the news. Why do we even give them a microphone or a camera? Because they're the idiots of our nation.